0: Hello. I've hit record, and it actually all of okay. the ones I re- recorded before that I couldn't get yeah. sound on after I shut down and started yeah. back up—they all have sound in them.
1: You turn it on and off. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. So now I just gotta go and find the fic, mm-hmm. and we have to decide how we're what we're calling this author. Ah, and we um, didn't record my opening of the Butterbeer.
1: Dang. <laughs>
0: Well, I guess maybe I did. It's just that it's not on this recording. Oh, so this stuff is called Flying Cauldron, and it's ginger. Okay. It's butter scotch beer is what it's called, and it's made by Reed. Oh, okay. Do you know Reed drinks? Do you have Reed drinks out there? No, they make no ginger, um, like ginger ale kinds of things. It's real. It's, oh. it's natural. Like real ginger. Okay, ginger ginger ale. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of an all-natural kind of a thing. And it's so it's called the Flying Cauldron Butterscotch Beer Non-Alcoholic. And it's 100% natural. Nice. And gluten-free, so Ryan can have it, too. They actually had it. They actually had it at Ella's birthday last week. Aw. The video of the kid devouring the cupcake was hysterical. Yeah, that one's fun. He's got a brand-new sister, I believe. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I think they had a little girl. Have you done anything fun this week? Exciting. Um, You're writing. Yeah. Oh, God. I haven't written today. Shit. Oh, well, this won't take very long, and then you can write something.
1: Well, no. I've got homework to do. I don't have time to write. To oh, oh. What have right. I been doing? I can't tell you uh, that What was. have I been doing? Um, 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 did I do fun things? Well, we carved pumpkins the day before Halloween, mm-hmm. and then little kids came.
0: That's exciting.
1: Next day, I didn't do anything because I had homework to do, stupid homework. And, yeah, it was a little annoying because one of the kids literally stood there and had his finger on the doorbell for about two minutes. (laughs) I wanted to stick my head out the window and tell him to shut up. Yeah, I was like, seriously, kid, you're going to, like, break our doorbell. And everybody's in panic mode because we've got a month left of the semester.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And, yeah, we're all... On edge, because of everything. Mm -hmm. I skipped the rally yesterday, because, again, homework. We're all like, we want to do things, but homework. (laughs) So, yeah, I think Thanksgiving will be very, very nice. And Mm -hmm. Veterans Day, of course, had to be on a Friday, when I don't have a class. So it really didn't do anything. Aww. Yeah. I was just like, ugh. (laughs) And... What else? Oh, while we were doing pumpkins, we watched, well, we watched, quote-unquote, Hocus Pocus. Nobody was paying too much attention. And then one of my classmates brought his, I know, it's great. One of my classmates brought his three-year-old daughter. Absolutely adorable kid. And, oh, and so she doesn't quite get the whole, you know, girls can do anything phase yet. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, mommy and I are going to be ballerinas. And daddy, you can be a superhero. And the friend's trying to explain to her, well, girls can be superheroes, too. She's like, no, they can't. And he's just like, I, I couldn't explain it to her. She, she didn't get it.
0: All right. Well, there's not much going on here. It's raining. Yeah. What happens in Portland, it rains.
1: It sounds like Seattle
0: and London. Um, That's about it. I've got tickets to Fantastic Beasts. I can't wait. I am so jealous. And I will probably end up wearing robes. Because that's yes. just the way I run. So it's going to be weird doing it. Because I went in and I said, I want tickets for the midnight showing. And they said, we don't do midnight shows anymore. And I was like, what? You can't what? tell me no. And he no. said, "He said it's okay. We'll just play it at 6 p.m. instead of midnight. And I went, okay. <laughs> Wait, does that mean they're releasing it early? Yeah, I get to see it Thursday afternoon at six or Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Damn you. I know.
1: Ugh. I know. One of these days I'm going to be able to, oh, God.
0: So, I mean, it was, I was like, cool, I don't have to be up till three o'clock in the morning and go to work at seven the next morning. I'm all for this. Okay, you're, you're, we're going to have
1: podcast on Thursday.
0: Um, it'd be too late. We can make a podcast on Friday. Okay, let's podcast on Friday. My mom will love that. I'll have podcasted (laughs) almost every night this week. She might disown me. Sorry, mom. We'll have to figure something out. I'll take notes. I should put something out and see. I understand she is going to be joining us tomorrow night podcasting. Oh, fun. Say hi to she for me. I suppose we should start. And I have gone back to the author's profile. Yeah. To try to figure out this. I guess I should, we should introduce first and then we'll, I'll do this. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. So let's see. There's something weird going on.
1: We need search and rescue for Skype. Well, I mean, come on.
0: We've got two Hufflepuffs here. You could just go find them. We could. You've got three now. (laughs) (laughs) What have you done, Alex? You're calling people. Don't call strangers. (laughs) Oh, dear. Wow. I? You almost have ruined Charlie to tell for me there. (laughs) I told Alex, you are not welcome in my bed with squirrel breath. Who dares enter my chicken <laughs> <laughs> Who dares into my chibas? <laughs> Save yeah.
1: that for something. It totally needs to be cute. <laughs> you
0: know yeah. what? I think she just replaced oh. Scott. <laughs> Sex and snore kags. Awkward. Yeah, Google, I have Google food is always useful. Okay, Google food came with us. I was out having out fun. Us. Well, that's oh. always good, too. We're not fun anymore. You're a different kind of fun. You don't want it to be the same kind of fun. I Trust was say, me. I don't want to know what kind of fun <laughs> you were having. And that's all we're going to say about that because... Because <laughs> we don't want to know what you were doing. Thanks. Now you're just making it seem even worse. <laughs> you are evil. She's just trying to separate church and state. It's all. Doing the Ryan thing.
1: Oh, Want to hear my stupid story?
0: Yes. <laughs> I know you did something because you sent me a message and was like, "Do I have a story for you?" And I'm like, "Oh no." <laughs> I'm sorry, I just brought a lot of memories, and I'm thinking, "Oh shit, me and my oversharing." <laughs> <laughs> you do like to do that. She flues the headmaster's office, and Albus says, Good evening, Minerva. Is there a problem? Albus, I have an unconscious death eater tied up in my office. Now, Minerva, I'm sure Severus was just... <laughs> 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 because we were slightly off topic. <clears throat> oh, off topic? Us? Oh. Never.
1: Never.
0: Us? Never. Us? Never. Us? Not at all.
1: How dare you, Sue? How I dare know, you? I know.
0: We're in depth when we're not but off topic. Yeah.
1: Lockhart leaves before Harry and Ron can come out of the closet. Gave me some big brass balls.
0: Well, you know, we have to have balls. That's what we do. I, I need to learn how to have a filter on my mouth.
1: Bloody buggering hell. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Bloody Merlin's galloping gargoyles. <laughs> okay. I
0: hate being responsible. Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, the podcast, the, nope, let's try that again. Er, it's Crash brain crunch. All right. Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, the flagship in the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm Sue. And I'm Mooney. And Scott is learning how to play spam a lot, so he's not here, and Kat's doing a job interview, so she's not here. So oh, it's really? Just is gonna that be what she's doing? Me and Mooney. Well, she's doing a job application, I guess. Something mm. So you're going to just have to be stuck with us. And we so are, have to tell us all about that. Yeah. We are going to cover a fic called Dudley's Dilemma. And this name I'm going to butcher. We don't have Scott here to do this for us. So I'm going to go with Kistokat. It's it's like Aristocat, Krat, but not really. <laughs> I, I'm i terrible at these Close names. enough. I'm sorry. If you don't want me to butcher your name, have a name I can actually read. But it's interesting. The author has the author says, "I do not have much to say. You see, I am a mysterious writer, never giving away any of my information. Many of your guesses on anything about me may be dramatically mistaken, or they could be right. But you will never know, will you?" So <laughs> I thought that was cool. And we are going to do the first eight chapters, which are actually fairly short. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, probably breeze right through this. And the author's note says. Yes, I know that J.K. Rowling announced that Dudley wouldn't have any magical children, but if you're going to insult someone for inaccuracy, go find a snary Disclaimer, I don't own anything. <laughs> and we we uh, start off with Dudley, who's a very normal man. He's got a s- relatively successful job in a small local insurance agency. He's got a beautiful house near his parents. He's got a happy family. A Poor kid. Wife. I know. Poor guy. Oh. Um he's got two children, Dustin, who's eight, and Sarah, who's four. And he loves them very much and they are very obedient. I love that little <laughs> line right there. And yep. His life So
1: totally not him.
0: Yeah, his life is going fine. But mm-hmm. as always, famous last words. Things are going to change. Because Dudley had an aunt who was a witch. She's dead. But Dudley still keeps in fairly regular contact with her son. And we know that she's received her magical genes from someone. So here we go. Dudley is taking a walk through the gardens with his daughter. And she's skipping in front of him because she's four years old and she is full of energy. And Dudley has a hard time keeping up with her, which (laughs) I totally get. I had 12 of them today. And they were bouncing off the walls. Ooh. And he, I I love this about Dudley, because in canon, Dudley spends no time outside in the yard, unless he's bashing Harry or something like that, and and Harry takes care of the gardens. But in this, Dudley has an appreciation for the little things, and he's learned to take flowers flowers slowly, and he likes flowers, he likes the smell of them. And there's a storm coming in, and it's going to be autumn, so what were you going to say? Totally Bambi moment. Mm-hmm. Was it, what was it, the skunk? The skunk. Or was it the rabbit? No, the, the skunk. skunk. The okay. skunk is flower, the rabbit is thumper. Oh, that's I'm right. I'm thumping! Power! <laughs> Me? <laughs> Oh, well, that's all right. He can call me a flower if he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is like, what the hell is going on? He's not in here. Oh, he's not? He's mad at me. I kicked him out of bed again last night. and He's just like, uh. ah. Uh, so she says, look, daddy, flowers. Look, look, daffodils. And she's like, he's like, those are dandelions, but you're close. There's a very big difference between daffodils and dandelions. <laughs> well, to to a, to a four-year-old, not yeah. so much. And then she finds roses. They're dead, but she's <laughs> as happy as a camper with the roses. And then she finds tulips. I love these ones. Do your dance for me, she says. And Dudley kind of chuckles. And then all of a sudden, he goes dead silent. And his mouth hangs open because the tulips are actually swaying and their petals are opening and closing. And it looks like they're dancing. And she's like, see? And he's like, oh, dun, dun, dun. crap. Oh, <laughs> things you do not expect to do. Mm-hmm. Dudley goes home. And now he's pacing. And he's like, he, do I tell my wife? Sarah doesn't know that to, she's honey. done anything. And his parents are coming over that night. And oh, my goodness, what should I do? <laughs> and so he goes looking. And he finds the emergency parchment paper. In case of an emergency, call 1213-6749-2345 that Mr. Diggle has given him. (laughs) And I love this. And so Dudley calls it, but Mr. Diggle's handwriting is not very very good. And so it takes him three times to get it right. And he's been dialing and reaching muggles and going, Hi, is this the Ministry for Magic? And they're like... (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Hang up on him. (laughs) And he he finally gets this cool female, and you got to think it's somewhat robotic voice. Hello, Muggle. Muggle. You have dialed the line for emergency Muggle wizard relations. Please state your emergency. And he's like, uh, I need the number for Harry Potter. You are being transferred to a non-emergency Muggle wizard relations. Please never call this number for non-emergency purpose or you will be punished. Beep. (laughs) Sounds like I'm rich. (laughs) And we get, hello? And Deadly's like, I need a phone number. Are you the man to ask? Sure, why not? (laughs) Poor guy. I can't guarantee they'll have a phone. Most wizards don't. Who do you need? I need the number for Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Go Go ahead. Read the following statement if you'd like. Mr. Potter has asked me to
1: read the following statement. When anybody asks for his number, just hang on a sec. Mr. Potter thanks you for your devotion, but denies complete responsibility for er uh, Voldemort's defeat. He asks you to remember that he needed the help of his friends and to and to thank them too. He would also like to inform any ignorant witches or wizards that he's already ha- that he already has a wife, and that you shouldn't believe anything Viderkater writes. Although I am curious, why would you, a Muggle, call Wizard Muggle Relations to get Harry's number? How do you even know about him?
0: And Dudley's like, I just need to talk to him about a family crisis, and and I know about him because he's my cousin. <laughs> the guy's like, uh, hmm. All right, I'll call Mr. Potter and ask if he knows you. Can I have your name and your address? And he's on. I love
1: how I love how this guy refers to Harry by his first name. I wonder who he is.
0: Well, he says, I'll call Mr. Potter.
1: No, no, no. Because when he says, why would you, a Muggle, call uh, Wizard-Muggle Relations to get Harry's number?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, he probably knows him.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to figure out who he is. <clears throat> He's probably Ron. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 461 Privet Drive is the address, so he does live very close to his folks.
1: That's 400 houses away, or 400 numbers away, or so no. Number four, Privet Drive. Number four. This is 461.
0: Yeah. That's a long street. Yeah. That's a really long street. Yeah. But anyhow. (laughs) Maybe it's magical. (laughs) Maybe they just have long streets in the UK. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. So no sooner does Dudley hang up than you hear crack from outside in the doorbell. Ding! Oh, God. And Dudley's running downstairs, but he's not fast enough. And Kate's opened the door and we have Harry. Hello, I'm Harry Potter. Is Dudley home? And Kate's like, uh, who are you? Hi, Dudley.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
0: Hey, Harry. (laughs) So then we have to make awkward small talk. Yep. Which is fun. Hi, how you doing? Fine, fine. I'm sorry, Kate, but you says, Kate, do you two know each other? And he says, well, this is my cousin. And Kate's like, I don't remember you mentioning you had aunts and uncles. Where have they been uh, hiding? <laughs> and Harry's like, they're dead. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm so, so sorry. Ah, what? Uh. <laughs> Poor what in mouth disease? Well, it's not her fault. No, no, at all. She she bails. She's like, I'll leave you guys to catch up. I'm leaving. And Harry's like, does she know? No. no. Of course not. And Dudley's still trying to do small talk. So he asks how things are at the error department.
1: <laughs> Close <laughs> enough.
0: Yeah. Oh, you mean the Aurors? Well, you know, most of the agents are working on Dementors. Dudley shudders because he, of course, remembers his Dementors. And he's like, Is, that's nice. Are you the head of the department? And Harry's like, well, yeah. So now what are you doing? Oh, I'm an advertising department of an insurance agency. It's good. I like it. Sounds nice. It is. So how's Ginny? Please, God, don't let him have broken up with Ginny. Oh, good. Married. Three kids. That's great. Why did you call me over here? I'm happy to see you, but there has to be a reason. so he says, well, I don't know if you've forgiven me for all the horrible things I did when we were kids. And I certainly wouldn't have. But right now, I need you to help me out. And And Harry's like... Whatever, dude. Just (laughs) tell me what's wrong. And he says, well, my four-year-old just did magic. And I'm a little freaked out about this old thing.
1: Well, I don't blame you. (laughs) I mean, luckily, he's gotten over his prejudices. Yes. Mom and dad, not
0: so much, probably, but. No, not so much. (laughs) So he says, well, I'd say your daughter's a witch. Do you still have any prejudices against us? no. No. It's just going to take some time to get used to. And about that time, Sarah comes in. The kids come in. (laughs) No, Sarah. Oh, that's right. Dripping wet and sobbing. And when he asks her what's wrong, she says, the scary men came and we ran away. And Dudley's like, what scary men? And she says, the scary black men who are all cold and sad. And then I remembered when you and mommy were fighting and I got scared. And I felt like I'd never be happy again. Oh, God. And the two guys look at each other and they both go mentors, and all of a sudden, Dudley's like, "Where's Dustin?" And she kind of points, and Harry yells, "Get chocolate!" and grabs his <laughs> wand and runs out the door. And Dudley, <laughs> I love this, bursts <laughs> into the kitchen and grabs a few bars of chocolate from his wife's secret stash. And she's like, "Don't touch those!" <laughs> and runs out the door. <laughs> yeah, and she, he ignores her and heads outside, and she's like, "Dudley!" And he, they start.
1: I wonder if it has to be muggle ch- or magical chocolate to help.
0: Um, I don't think it needs to be magical, but we find out a little bit later that the Ministry has magically enhanced chocolate, hot chocolate that's made just for Dementors. Oh. So that works a little bit better. But any mm-hmm. kind of chocolate—that sounds good. I want some chocolate. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to have my chocolate. cookie in a minute. Dudley is looking. He's going down the streets looking for. Um, Dustin, Dudley and Dustin, this is going to throw me. Yeah. And he finally finds him and gives him some chocolate and says, where's Harry? And he's The down, kids are lucky they got away. Yeah. Down Dux, Duskboro Alley. Try saying that 10 times fast. I know. Dad, that was so, dad! But Dudley's already gone and he can hear Harry yelling, expecto patronum! And expecto And at least he pat- knows what it is and all. Yeah. And he kind of goes around the corner and he finds them. And, of course, Dudley can't see them. So he doesn't know Mm -hmm. what's going on, but he can see the stag going all around, all around, all around. How can he see the stag but not the Dementors? Well, because the stag everybody can see, I think. I guess. And Dudley's imagining that there must be hundreds of the Dementors here because, you know, the sweeping wave of cold engulfs him and the stag's extinguished and the dementors are too close and Dudley's memories are going crazy and he yells, Harry help! But Harry's already having trouble too. Ginny! Think of Ginny! And James! And Albus! Yeah. And Lily! Expecto patronum! But only wisps the silver smoke come out. Oh God. And Harry's starting to go down. He collapses and he's twitching. And Dudley drops to his knees and he's like, wake up, Harry, wake up! Think of Ginny! Come back, come back! And he gets him up. Oh, he decides that he's going to, to, uh, impersonate Albus. (coughs) Dumbledore. And it, it brings Harry back just a tad because Dudley remembers Albus when he was there, you know, serving them drinks and stuff. So he can mimic him a little bit. And so they hatched this amazingly terrifying plan where Harry's going to- What if our plans ever worked, Hermione. <laughs> he's going to operate to the ministry and Dudley's going to try to leave them away from civilization. So here goes poor, poor Dudley. He's going to run away and he feels like it's been hours, you know, and it's probably only been seconds and he's hmm, trying minutes. To, to, uh, you know, get away from him. And finally there's hundreds of cracks from all around him. And then lots of expectral patronums and but only about fifty of them actually made solid patronuses. So it must be a very difficult spell. And we well, yeah. start driving them away. Because I mean we never get proof that everybody in the DA learned how to do it. Right. And it I mean it's a they, everybody said it that's a canon and it's a very difficult spell. Not everybody can do it. And that's why when Harry was able to produce a corporeal deer, everybody was like, "Wow, that is so cool!" Because number one, you're young, and number two, even seventh years don't always get this. So we do know it was was tough. <laughs> I love this. There were rabbits, horses, utter snakes, and even a cow. Moo. <laughs> <laughs> but no Jack Russell Terriers.
1: No, no. Ron's no. not there. <laughs> Wait, did you say an otter? So Hermione might be. Hermione might be. And and hares,
0: rabbits, that would be So Luna. rabbits are
1: Luna. Horses are Ginny. Otters are... Hermione. Hermione's snake. I don't think we be, have a snake. That'd be Draco.
0: Oh, come know. on. I don't know who the cow is. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a farmer? I don't know. Uh, McGonagall almost married one. There you go. But he was a muggle. He was a muggle. That doesn't work. Mm. so the ministry officials have given him hot chocolate and he goes back to his house to get Sarah and Dustin because the ministry hot chocolate is designed to help you recover from dementia attacks and Kate's following along very confused and very angry and they all sit down and she lashes out what is going on Sarah is crying you steal my chocolate you sprint and follow some man who says he's your cousin but I've never met before and Dustin comes in, and a few minutes later, you show up with a bunch of people in rows. Have you joined a cult? Have you yes. gone insane? Yes. And then we have the Dursleys show up. Just oh, what God. the rot! do you think you're doing? And here comes Vernon. Oh, God. This is going to be awkward. Oh, always. And we move on to the next chapter. These chapters are going to go real fast. And we have Kate, Harry Dudley, and Uncle Vernon all looking at each other. And finally, (laughs) Kate says, looks like you got some splaining to do. Yep. (laughs) Hi, Mom. Yeah, and here comes Petunia. Will you explain what that boy is doing here? Harry's like, I'm almost 30. You don't have to call me a boy anymore. And Kate's like, all right, what is going on? You've asked me to trust you, but this is crazy. And your parents seem to know this guy. Is he actually your cousin? Yes. And what happened to Dustin and Sarah? And she's starting to, to lose control. And he, Dudley says, I need to explain things to Kate first. She's my wife. And Vernon's like, I will not be neglected. What's going on here? Shut up. I know. And, and, you know, I'm giving Aunt Petunia kudos here because she's trying. Vernon, they're her children, not ours. We need to step back here. Yeah. So <sighs> he, with uh not any kind of grace, backs off and lets Dudley and Kate go talk. And, and everybody just stands there awkwardly. <laughs> yeah, well, Harry goes with them just in case Dudley needs help. <laughs> and so they sit down on a park bench, and Aurors are apparating in and around them and steering the Dementors to a huge prison that's built just for them. And the Obliviators have come because there's a few Muggles that are wondering why all these robed people are running around.
1: Yeah, about that, um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they explain, Vernon's like, what's going on? And Dudley says, Sarah's a witch. And then he plugs <laughs> his ears and whites. screws up his eyes, and he's waiting for the swearing that doesn't happen. And he's mouthing words, and Petunia claps her hands to her face and then realizes Vernon's going to topple over and lowers him to a bench. What
1: What these he's going to have a heart attack.
0: Oh, yeah. And he says, well, the kids were attacked by dementors. Those things that attacked you and Potter? Well, yeah. Kate's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Go ahead. What do you mean the kids were telling You didn't tell me that. Oh, dear. <laughs> what are dementors? Well, they're soulless creatures that feed on happiness. And I don't know what they look like because I've never seen them. But Harry held them off until he could get help. And mm. Harry's like, no, you did most of it. If you hadn't been here, I wouldn't have gotten away. Vernon's like, I won't have freaks like you interfering in my grandchildren's lives. I'm going to ask you right now to leave and you better do it. And Harry just takes out his wand, directs it at Dudley's backside, and then looks back at Vernon and Vernon pales and Dudley flushes as they remember (laughs) the pig's tail. Yeah, Harry's like, you're not going to try
1: that on me anymore.
0: (laughs) No. And Kate's confused but is very smartly saying, thinking to herself, I'm not going to ask about this one. I'm just going to let it go until later. And, uh, Dudley is, uh, trying to smooth things over and they get Dustin to tell them what's happened. And Dustin says that he and Sarah were playing with the hose and the water gun and she got wet. He sprayed her and, and she started to run away. So he chased her a few streets and then he ran out of water. And by then with they the hose. Were, No, because she had the hose, and she dropped it and ran away, and he's got the water gun. But they got far enough away that he got lost, and he didn't remember which way to come back. And then he saw these black dots that he thought were crows, so he didn't pay any attention, and they were looking for home, and all of a sudden, they weren't crows. They were these flying people in black cloaks. Oh, and then, you know, things started to get hokey because... I was sad and scared, and I could remember all the bad secrets I had, and Sarah ran one way, and the black things were in my way, so I couldn't see where she went, and I was worried about her, and then all of a sudden, this silver stag jumped out and fought the black things, and that made me feel better. Then he told me which way to run, and you gave me some chocolate, and that's all. <laughs> this kid's very lucky he didn't get kissed. Yeah. And, uh you know, mm-hmm. Dudley's like, I'm really sorry you went through all that, Dustin, and Harry's like, um, Dudley... You do realize that nobody's described a Dementor to your son, right? Yeah. Then that means that he could see them. Yeah. Oh, Oh, God. He's a wizard, too. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Kate's like, oh, you mean we've got two wizards in the family? Guess what, Dad? (laughs) You're kind of a wizard for a grandson as well. Vernon chokes and falls over. And Petunia sighs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, comedy gold, this one. Yep. And then everything's kind of calm for a couple of days. This was Wednesday when all this happened, and Harry's promised that he'll come back on Saturday. And by Friday, Dudley's wondering if the whole thing was a dream because everything's just kind of going okay.
1: And nope, then, not so much.
0: Yeah, he finds one of Sarah's dolls hovering about an inch over the ground. Other than <laughs> that, nothing's different. Nope, things are good. He hasn't heard from his parents yet. He just figures they need a little time to deal with it. No. And Dustin's birthday is coming up. He's turning 10. I thought he was 8. Yeah, I was just thinking of that, too. Huh, that must be a mistake. Because I was thinking that he was 8 as well. Yeah, Dustin 8, Sarah 4. So... There's a little incongruency there.
1: Let's do the time warp again.
0: (laughs) So Dustin must have been nine because now he's going to be ten. Okay. And we have an apparition crack outside. Kate comes running in thinking something's dropped. And (laughs) Dudley says, I just think it's Harry. And we get knock, knock, knock. There (laughs) he is, hi, Dudley, can I come in? Sorry, I drive, but I don't have a car. I buy a car, but I don't need it since I can apparate. (laughs) And Sarah's like, you're the man who scared away the robe guys. Yay, I like you. (laughs) And he tells her he can call her Uncle Harry, (laughs) because once removed, it's just too much of a mouthful. Yeah. And Harry wants to know if they've ever seen Dustin display any magical talents, because he's old enough that he should have shown something because i mean he should have shown something ages ago right so you know it's either they show it by the age of seven or he's an exception to the rule he's not a wizard he's a exception to the rule he's performed magic and nobody's noticed or he's hiding it from you and then harry says i doubt i was wrong and most 99% of the time the rule's right, so it's got to be one of the last two. So can I talk to him, or maybe you should talk to him. And Dudley says, all right. And so then he starts telling about a magical castle that you get to on a train.
1: Okay, the internal editor in me is going nuts.
0: Why? Because it's the wrong yore. Oh, dear. Among other things, but yeah. (laughs) See, I don't read these. I listen to them. So I miss all that stuff. So he tells them about Hogwarts and the magical platform, nine and three quarters, full of wizards. And Sarah is very exciting. And Dustin is writing notes. <laughs> I love that. Then <laughs> <laughs> he tells about the gentle half-giant Hagrid. And Dudley remembers Hagrid. <laughs> and the sorting hat and the four houses and the ghosts. Don't tell him about the sorting hat. Huh? That's Uh, a secret. Yeah, apparently not. And peeves the poltergeist. And he even started on Quidditch when his watch beeps and he has to go home. I love that Harry has a beeping watch. He says, I'll come back next week at the same time. Great. I'll see you then. And he apparates with a crack. And Dustin's like, wow, he really is a wizard, isn't he? Yeah. Dudley asks Dustin to go in and talk to him and wants to know what's been happening. Oh, hang on, I need to answer this. Somebody's wanting to eat stinging nettle, and it's the wrong time of year to eat stinging nettle.
1: Um, okay.
0: We interrupt this program for a brief lesson on herbology. I'll be right back. I didn't know you could eat stinging nettle, although, no, you can make tea out of it, can't you? You can make tea out of it, and it acts like spinach. We make stinging nettle soup, which is quite wonderful. I am so confused. So, stinging nettle, if you dry it or you get it wet... Don't, doesn't sting anymore. And I will tell you that the first time oh. my mother made stinging nettle soup, I was like, I am not eating that. You can't make me. But I watched her eat a few bites and she didn't run screaming. So I tried it and it's really good, but you have mm. to be careful with it. And you can use it like spinach and like stuffed shells and stuff like that. We do that a lot too. Interesting. Cause I've got a whole bag full of a variety of,
1: um, herbs and things. And now that I'm thinking about it, I have no idea what the hell half of them are. i was gonna make a tea out of them but then i was like this is gonna be a bad combination i probably shouldn't do that except that now since i don't know what they are i don't know what to do with
0: them well it depends on what it is
1: i mean it's stuff like
0: give me a minute um here we go herbology with with sue i know
1: it's like oh god i don't remember um Well, I'll tell you what. Well, I know there's rose hips in some of them. I know, I know I can take those out because I know what they look like.
0: Rose hips are good. Yeah. And. Rosemary?
1: No. Well, no. No. They're more like tea ish
0: herbs. Mm hmm. And I'm trying to think. Sage? No. Really? Chamomile? Maybe. Well, they'll look like flowers. And one, one fresh dried chamomile. Flour is almost as strong as a tea bag that you can buy at the store. Oh, my goodness. If you put three fresh chamomile flowers in your tea, your tea will be just about right. Okay. If you're sick... Yeah. This is, this is my, my if-you're-sick remedy. It's equal pi- parts thyme, sage, and ginger. And you just make... So you put in a half a teaspoon okay. of each. Okay. And... That's really good if you're sick. And it tastes pretty good, too. You don't have to do a whole lot with it. so. Uh,
1: I'm just, I, I totally do not remember what the heck is in these bags. <laughs> I'm just going to have to sit there and be like, I'm just going to dump this all in and see what it tastes like is probably what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I would. You can smell things and kind of figure things. Yeah. You know, kind probably kind next time
1: we podcast, you might have to remind me to go get my bag of herbs and I'm going to sit there and
0: be like, this
1: smells like this.
0: There you go. Well, that all right. Man. So anyhow, now that we're work. back on topic,
1: <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: Dudley talks to Dustin and says, have you ever done magic or something that I, you didn't know you could do and never told anybody? And Dustin is surprised and then his lip trembles and he looks back at the floor and he says, yes. What we find out is that, and he, oh, here's a way to get yourself in trouble, kiddo, is that Kate had taken off her engagement ring when she was washing the dishes and he picked it up and he was trying to read the inscription, but the more he looked at it, it just started to get lighter and lighter and lighter in his hand. And basically he just made it completely disappear.
1: That's a very strange, God of Magic.
0: Yeah. And he thought that was really cool, so he thought it would be really fun, And but his mom was really busy, and Dudley was at work, and so he decided that he would tell his friend about it. So he went and found Jordan, and he, he told Jordan he could do this magic trick, and he got a a pebble, and he concentrated on it, and it disappeared, but Jordan got scared, and Jordan started calling him a freak. And then fell over, and he was going to get kicked. And instead of getting kicked, Jordan's leg just broke. Because accidental magic there. And so he swears never to tell. They kind of both swear never to tell anybody. And Jordan just says that he fell off a wall and broke his leg. And, of course, that night, Vernon and Petunia were home. Or were there for dinner and they were talking about the leg and they were saying how weird it was and freakish and, you know, you don't want to be a freak. And so Dustin. Just, how would that go into freakish if the kid falls off a wall? Well, you know, it's them. I'm trying to, to find the spot. So D- D- Dustin cries for a bit and, and Dudley's sympathetic and Poor kid. then he has to go tell Kate what's going on. And we find Kate in the kitchen because that is Kate's special place. She loves to cook. She cooks elaborate lunches, and then she likes she's like Molly. Yeah. After well, yeah, but Molly, Molly's a comfort cook, and Kate, Kate's a a complicated cook. She likes to take on these big. I mean, she cooks comfort food too, but she likes to take on some of these big challenges. Mm. And she's in the kitchen looking for a cake on the internet for Dustin. And they can't quite find the right one. And she's looking at a site that has 284 pages of cakes.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> and like, his birthday's not till next week. You've got plenty of time. And she's like, no, I don't. But he tells her the story about when Dustin was five and you were doing the dishes. And he made the ring disappear. And so... He told Jordan about what had happened, and then he made Jordan's pebble disappear, and Jordan started hitting him, and that's when his leg broke, and they made a pact not to tell anybody. And then that night, my parents were there and talked about how abnormal the circumstances were of Jordan's broken leg, because it was a real clean break, and how come it wasn't jagged if he fell off the wall? And, you know, it was much better to be normal. You have to be normal. So they knew. Well, I think they maybe suspected a little bit. They, they, I don't think they knew for sure because then they would have freaked out even more. Mm. And she's like, that's terrible! Your parents! And he's like, yeah, well, they've never been very accepting of magic. And I don't see how he could have lived with all those secrets. Poor kid. They see this great cake and he's, Dudley's like, hey, how about that one? And she's like, I'm sure your parents will love that. And then she decides, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna make it anyhow. So. Cake. 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 I like cake. Especially this cake. So, we're moving on to chapter 7. Our chapters are getting a little bit longer, at least. And, uh, it's... Cake. Yes, Dustin's Mm -hmm. birthday. And his mother has been locked in the kitchen for a week, cooking. She won't even let Dudley in. He's been having to eat takeaway. Him and the kids have been eating takeaway. She's in the kitchen, locked in the kitchen for for days on end. She's Stumbles out, takes a shower and falls in bed at night and gets up real early and, and you know, Dudley's just like, all right. <laughs> hmm. And so he's got, they they've decided that instead of having big birthday parties every year, they're going to do a, a big birthday party every other year. And then the off year is just a family birthday party, which I think is really a good idea. Yeah, You know, that way. And Dudley's happy that he never quite gets as many gifts as Dudley got when he was a kid. He's not spoiled as, as Dudley was.
1: Yeah. And then Harry comes. except that Dudley forgot that he'd invited Harry.
0: Yeah. And Harry's all excited because he bought himself a car. Oh. Uh. It's a sleek, compact black car. And we don't quite know what kind of car it is, but I'm sure it's a little sporty car. And Harry's all excited about it, but he doesn't know anything about cars, so... Mm-hmm. I love that Andromeda could drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I. Well, it's because I've read other fics where uh, Tonks could. Uh, Mr. Tonks. Yeah. Whose name escapes me at the moment. Edward. Ted. Yes, Edward Ted Tonks. Could drive. So I think he taught Andy. And I mm-hmm. don't have any problem seeing Andy driving. No. I've read lots of fics where Andy drives. I'm
1: trying to imagine Andy driving and Bella and Sissy
0: seeing it and just like dying <laughs> now they'd like blow up her tires <laughs> <laughs> what's happening oh oh it wasn't that much says harry because harry's got lots of money and he doesn't know what money is you know and he's like what's all this for and hope you didn't set all this up for me and at least oh man i forgot it's birthday party <laughs> dustin's birthday starts at noon and Harry says, Hey, you know, I don't want to intrude, you've got things to do, but can I bring Teddy and James by later? They aren't exactly his age, but they might be fun to have around. Uh-huh. And Dudley thinks that's a great idea. He thinks that Teddy is one of Harry's kids, but we'll figure that out in a little bit. Anyway. How old would Teddy be? So Teddy's probably well, yeah, I think he is. He's just starting or just his second year. I think it might say here in a minute. Yeah. I think he's about twelve. And so here he comes. Harry's kind of walked in because the front door was open and given Dudley quite the scare. And then he introduces Teddy. And Teddy has, of course, got purple hair. Mm-hmm. He's a teenager. And, Te- and Teddy's like, uh, nice to meet you. Sorry about my hair. I tried to change it, but I'm not very good at that yet. And Dudley's <laughs> like, well, you just go get it dyed. How hard can be that be? And he bends over and he shows Dudley this tan patch on the top of his head. Now I look stupider than I did with purple hair, but nobody'll notice because I'm small. I'm taller than everybody else. (laughs) And then he goes, and this is, uh oh, James. (laughs) Come on, Dudley! Don't leave him alone in the house too long. (laughs) He'll destroy it. We gotta find him quick.
1: Oh, Harry, that was stupid.
0: And so they all take different parts of the house, and they Teddy finds him, and he's in there tearing down all the streamers that Dudley has been putting up. Not only is he tearing him down, but he's ripping him up and Sarah's pouting and telling him to stop. And Harry picks him up and says, you're almost as bad as your Uncle George. And that makes James feel very happy. And so Harry magics him back up after making sure that it's okay with Dudley. And then he makes James apologize because he knows better. And he uh, introduces him as Uncle Dudley. And James is like, not another uncle! No! Well, stupid." no, not here. exactly. <laughs> but he does say he's sorry. And then he sends him off with Sarah to play downstairs, which I'm not sure is a really smart idea, but, you know, all wow. right, Eric, go for it.
1: Well, bringing the kid probably wasn't a very smart thing to do in the first place. Uh,
0: no. And he's got to be, you know, he's probably Sarah's age. And Teddy's watching him, the kids outside that are playing, and they're playing football. And Teddy's like, where are the brooms? Where are the explosions? This it's isn't a, a sport fun game. Here. <laughs> and Harry tells him that he should go try it. Maybe he'll learn something. I'm surprised he's not that exposed to mobile sports. Yeah. We find out he's 13. He's in his third year of Hogwarts. And Dudley's mm. doing the math and going... I thought you were out killing Voldemort, not having kids. kids. Like, uh Yeah, his mom was a metamorph magus, which means that she can change things or not her body. And his father was my father's best friend. Oh. Oh, okay. So you weren't doing things that you shouldn't have been doing when you were that young. Okay. Wow,
1: Well, he wouldn't have been too young. He would have been 17.
0: Yeah. He would have been of age. He would have been of age. That's true. So he tells him that his parents were killed in the Battle of Hogwarts. And Dudley is understandably sorry. And Kate's gone to the shower and Dudley's going to try to sneak into the kitchen and see this magnificent cake. And she is like the magical moms from everywhere. And she's got eyes in the back of her head that can see all the way downstairs. And she's like, don't you dare! (laughs) <laughs> Dudley dogs <joins and laughs> goes outside with the kids. We have Mrs. Bard helping out. That's Mark ba- Bard's mother, who's Dudley's best friend. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and we've got gifts and cake. And there's all kinds of fun gifts that are, you know, muggly teenage- or 10-year-old gifts. And then Vernon shows up. Mm-hmm. We've decided to support our grandchildren because they are our grandchildren. We will not have anything to do with their nonsense. And yeah, so got the platform
1: number right. I'm so proud.
0: Yeah. And Dudley says, okay, that's cool. By the way, Harry's here. And quick, let me put a hat on Teddy's head. <laughs> Before you see the color purple it is. They're having a, a good time. And then in comes this magnificent three-layer cake. Which looks like a castle. Every mm-hmm. stone, separate dabs of gray frosting with white mortar connecting them all. There's towers of cupcakes and little roofs made of hard candy and mm-hmm. windows and doors. And it reads, have a magical year. And Vernon, of course, is shaking with anger and has to excuse himself to the bathroom. Harry is very impressed. And we have stunned silence for a whole minute. And then... <sighs> Dudley blows out all his candles, and... I haven't had a birthday cake in a long time. (laughs) My most favorite birthday cake in recent memory was an ice cream cake that got put in the refrigerator and not in the freezer, so it was a melted ice cream cake. Ooh, who decided to do that? Oh, I won't say, but it was good, even if it was melty. Kate takes and slices the cake and puts heaping... Slices on everybody's plate. And in the next chapter, we have everybody groaning because they've been eating cake. <laughs> lots and lots of cake. And they, like, maybe eat a quarter of it. It's so huge. Yeah. Finally, their parents come and take them home. And we've got only Vernon, Petunia, Teddy, Harry, James, and the Dursleys there. Vernon decides he better go. And uh, Kate offers them cake, and he's like, no way! Got enough of that stuff without that. (laughs) So then we have the Potters and the Lupins, and they decide they're going to give the cake to Harry, who doesn't want to take it. Now, see, if I was Harry, I'd say yes, very graciously, and just drop it off at the Weasley's house. They'd have eaten it. Yeah. But no, they both, he and Dudley have this conversation, and they decide that, They'll each take about a quarter of it and they're going to give the lion's share to Teddy, who's absolutely yeah. thrilled with that idea. And Dromit is going to love you. Dromit is going to kill him, but <laughs> he won't be there to deal with it. So there you go. We've got, uh, Dustin back at school. The next week's boring. Dustin's at school. It's an average week at, week at work. Not much going on. No. And then, uh, Kate's been trying to, invent new recipes and in general they're pretty good except for Thursday night and Kate made Dudley swear never to tell anybody because her reputation was on the line. <laughs> I've had those experiences. Well yeah but the kids are gonna tell. Maybe she didn't feed it to the kids. I don't know. That's I don't know. My butterbeer's catching up with me. I got the hiccups. Oh jeez. Harry's cops by on Saturday for another delightful storytelling session. He tells about all the candy and Quidditch. And, of course, he gave Dustin uh magical candy for Oops. his birthday. And uh, James uh. snuck a cockroach cluster in it. Thank you, James. James. He's a little terror, that James. Yeah. well, we knew from Cursed Child, he was a pain in the ass. I know it. But, and Albus didn't get to come because Albus had the flu. Poor kid. I know it. So, Poor Albus. I know. So he kind of gave him a brief over, overview of wizarding history. And then he says, I got to go. I told Jenny I'd be home by noon, but I'll be back next week. And Dudley said, hey, why don't you guys come for dinner? Which I was like, I hope Kate doesn't kill him. Uh... But Kate, he looks at Kate before he, in, you know, Harry's says house Thursday and Kate nods, that's okay. So he says, okay, that's fine. I'll see you then. This should be interesting. Yeah. Except for that Thursday night, Kate's there. She's got one of her new inventions, which is a chicken soup. And because she wasn't sure if the kids were coming, so she wanted something that she thought the kids would eat too. And Dustin comes in and says, "Mm, thought I smelled chicken. Smells great, Mom. And we are waiting for the potters to show up and all of a sudden we have a frenzied knock on the door. Dudley goes to answer it. Harry has apparated in. He's like, Dudley, we're not going to make it for dinner. Yaxley, the secret keeper for the last Death Eaters hideout, just died. And we got dolahop to tell us the location and we've got to go before they change. So, I gotta go. Bye! Harry, <laughs> hey, wait! What the hell is this? You're going to be okay, right? And Harry clenches his fist and goes, of course, I'll be fine. He says this is uh, shakily. and then he dun, disappears. Dun dun dun. dun. And dun, the author's dun, note that. on this one is just. <laughs> 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 and that's where we're ending this one. That was eight chapters. They were fast chapters. Yeah. And we're 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 ending on a cliffy because you know yep. we like to do these things. We'll do the next eight chapters next time. Yeah. And yeah, there we go. So I think it's a fun story. I like seeing Dudley's kids. Yeah. I like seeing Dudley embrace the magical in his kids. Unlike the book we read last season where he gave his daughter away because she was magical. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a, a fun story just because it's the opposite. And I like Kate. Kate's a cook. I like to cook. So I relate with Kate. And, uh, You know, Dudley was turning out to be kind of a cool kid towards the end, and I like seeing this grown-up Dudley that is a cool guy. And even though Vernon and Petunia still have their prejudices and don't really want to let go of them, they're trying for the sake of their grandchildren. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. It's just fun and interesting. And this has a pretty good uh, little twist on it, and there is a sequel to this. So if you guys no, there is. You like this, then, yeah. It's, so this this is kind of, we'll go into Dustin's kind of, Dustin goes to Hogwarts in this one, but yeah. you pretty much stay with Dudley and the family rather than following him to Hogwarts well, okay. because the story's more about Sarah than it is about Dustin. Well, and then the next one is Sarah at school. Oh, poor Dustin. So, yeah, we don't get to see a whole lot of Dustin at school. There's wild things coming up and lots of cooking because we like cooking. And I want to see this cake. Me too. They need a picture. Yeah. I don't think they tell us what flavor it is. <laughs> I'm assuming chocolate. Probably. Kid party. Chocolate sounds good. But a Hogwarts cake. I should do that. I should tell my brother mm. I want a Hogwarts cake for, for my birthday because my brother's the cake maker in the family. Aw. He made his own wedding cake.
1: Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Holy cow. Yeah, he baked them and then decorated them, and then we decorated them more with fresh-cut flowers. We put fresh flower petals Ooh. and things in there. It was really pretty. Well, you'll have to catch up on the reading. But it's a, it's a fun pick so far. I like it. Yeah. It's cute. And, and, you know, there's a couple of little things here and there, but for the most part, it's it seems to be well-written and... It's got a it's got a good story behind it, so Yeah. I liked it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, next week we will hopefully have more people on the podcast.
0: Yeah, hopefully Cat and we can talk about things. I know. It's hard when it's just the two of us and one of us hasn't read everything yet. So next time we'll have more people and we'll find out what's gonna happen. Yeah. And well, I hope you're enjoying it. So and I think the chapters will get longer as we go too. So good, it will be. I'm glad they were short this week. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice, nice way to get our feet in.
1: Yeah, I know. It's been a while.
0: All right. Well, I suppose we should say good night. Good
1: night.
0: So hold on to the wonder that those
1: books. To Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.